Hi, and welcome to our podcast on how to differentiate best manufacturing when competing against other products during the sales cycle. My name is Naama Aroni, and I will be your host. Today with me is Sami Trujillo, a solution advisor in the Partner Success Organization. Thank you for joining, Sami. Hi, thank you for having me. So, as you all know, we're living in an era characterized by an abundance of choice. Phone contracts, laptops, coffee products, chocolate, you name it, there is a choice for everything. Software as an industry is definitely not an exception. Just take a look at how many CRM solutions are out there. Look at other categories and you'll get a very similar picture. So how do you cut through the noise and make sure that your potential customers see the value in best manufacturing solution? How can you differentiate best manufacturing in such a way that your customers will want you and the solution you offer? Well, that's the topic for our podcast today. Hope you enjoy. So first, Sami, can you just explain what best manufacturing is? Hi. So for you guys who know Subbusiness One, know that Subbusiness One comes with a basic manufacturing solution embedded within the system that would allow people or companies that have very simple or straightforward production requirements use Subbusiness One as it comes. We in Bea see ourselves as having an addition that makes Subbusiness One, the power of Subbusiness One in the financial and the sales be completely, completely enhanced and, and, and complemented by having a full-blown manufacturing system that can compete with any, any other system you can find in the market. So you have the best of both worlds here. You have Subbusiness One with all the capabilities that we already know and love, and you have a full manufacturing software that includes anything you could, you, you could expect from a, from, from a manufacturing software. Thank you for that, Sammy. So with that, can you please explain what are the main features that best manufacturing covers? Well, basically we cover all the things you would expect from a manufacturing software, like a very comprehensive bill of materials or formulation or recipe as you wish to know it. And we go a step further as bringing also uh, version control within it and also a product configurator that will allow you, for example, to have a bill of materials that's not standard, that is that can vary every time you make a sale. We went a step forward in MRP and did an MRP too. So when you run your MRP, you know not only will the system tell you what you need to 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 purchase and when, but also or, or to produce, but also how it will affect your resources going forward. How is it going to affect your capacity in the future without even creating works orders or anything, just by having it there? We have a quality control system that runs in the background and controls the whole process, whether it's when you purchase and then the quality control kicks in or during the manufacturing process. We have a maintenance module, since you have many manufacturing, that allows you to, to, to create preventive maintenance for your machines and that also affects your planning because if you know that a machine is going to be down for maintenance in two weeks time you know that that day or the, that period the machine is not available so you, when you run your manufacturing process or your planning that you have to consider that this is happening so those are the basic informations and it's all all, all within sub business one thank you for that sammy that's pretty extensive so 
we have partners listening to this podcast and they're probably wondering, should they focus on a specific industry? I mean, what's the target market for best manufacturing? Okay, so this is a million dollar question. So basically, we do have, I, I mean, you would, you would assume that a, a product has a specific market they want to target, like uh, yeah, you have some process programs or some uh, programs that, that, that deal with process manufacturing, other with discrete manufacturing. But I have to tell you that BEAS comes with a set of parameters that allows you to actually work in multiple in multiple types of industries, okay? From process to discrete manufacturing. I cannot tell you which one is it uh, is it more attached to since again those those parameters that you said or those settings allow you allow the system to work to work properly in each of the required environments. I can only tell you where we have most most uh, customers today, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is in uh, metal processing. We have a machine in medical devices. We have a a large group in construction. So you can say that uh, BES is very flexible in that uh, in that sense. I mean, it can adapt to many different scenarios. Correct, correct. And basically what happens here is you ask, oh, I heard that BES is better for, for discrete than for process. It doesn't go like that, okay? It, we, we can, I understand, I understand that sometimes uh, there are some softwares that are very dedicated to a specific subject. But if we're talking about manufacturing, okay, all we have is more or less, more or less I'm saying, a, a core process that is manufacturing and all the regulations around it according to the type of industry. So we can work in regulated industries like pharma also because the manufacturing is basically the same. It's only the what, what goes around the type of, mm. of, of management that I want to do. And those are the settings that allow us to to work in really in multiple in multiple uh, in industries. I understand. I mean, manufacturing industries are very vast in requirements, and and even within the same industry and the same uh, niche and even sub niche, uh, two companies can operate the manufacturing entirely different. Do you think the, this is a challenge uh, within the current base functionalities and available features to be able to set two different ways of uh, business or, or business conduct uh, within the same industry, within the same sub-niche? Uh, that, that is a very good question. Look, from my experience, from my experience doing my manufacturing project for the last 30 years almost, okay, no two companies are, are the same. They are not. And uh, precisely in the manufacturing area is where they come differently, okay? Two companies that make exactly the same product might work in two different ways completely. And uh, and that's one of the biggest strengths that I find in Bayes because you might go with a preconception of how, I don't know, the metal industry should work, say something, okay? Mm-hmm. But when you get to the to the point in which you have to implement, this company wants this, the other company wants something, something different. And here's where Bayes is very, very flexible. And allows you allows you to really provide that differentiator to each one of those companies. I understand. I mean, that's what we said before that the the functionality of the system really allows it to be adapted 
to many different industries, even if you don't find them on our website. I think we have today on our website, I think we cover 14 industries, but partners should not be narrowed by that list and say, okay, this is the only industries that I can implement and really take advantage of uh, uh, the flexibility of the system to be able to adapt it to, to industries outside of the, that range. So really don't narrow um, your target market. Right, and, and we, just know we were talking about, about different industries that can be catered or covered, but I'm even talking now within the same type of industries. Mm-hmm. No, because companies have to be uh, competitive. And a lot of times of the competitive that comes from the manufacturing, their ability to manufacture in the leaner mode possible to, to, to save costs and be more effective and be more efficient. And that's where we can we can actually bring what uh, what Beas does. Okay, so flexibility is uh, one strength of uh, Beas manufacturing. What would you say are the other features that uh, makes a difference and move the needles uh, for customers? Okay, so first of all, I think it goes without saying, it is embedded within sub business one. Okay, so somebody working in Beas does not know that he's working with an additional system. They look at it as part of sub business one. Which is a great advantage. They don't have to go out of the of the menus or out of the system to pro, to do any other thing. It's all inside. As I mentioned before, we can manage complex bombs. Which, mm-hmm. uh, funny enough, you you find that every company they have their own things that they want to do uh, using the bombs, and uh, we can actually provide them that. Okay, we can actually provide that. We have, and this is for me, if you ask me what a manufacturing system should do to to be considered a good system, there are Mm -hmm. two things. There are two main things. Manage your inventory properly, your inventory levels, and for that we have MRP and MRP2, and we have work orders that can uh, issue materials and receive materials. And the other thing, manage your costs. Be able to a good system will be able to manage your manufacturing costs in a proper way, and those are a lot of costs. Okay, you have materials, yeah. you have labor, you have uh, all sorts of overheads there. If we manage to put those two uh, to manage them properly, then we have a really really good system. Okay, and Bez has a very very comprehensive uh, inventory management system, which is the SAP Manage with enhancement and a very, very granular uh, costing for both for uh, before you produce to see how much it should cost you and after you produce to see how much it actually costs. So uh, those two things, inventory and costing, are the most, for me, the most important part of a manufacturing software. And we have a very good grip on that. And besides that, what we spoke about before, we have a quality control, which is also important and uh, it runs across the the table and uh, something that's coming up a lot lately is the the need to manage your resources more carefully or more closely sorry and uh, so we have a, a a very good capacity planning for our resources so not only so that would obviously help us with inventory and that would always help us with cost but we can really manage uh, manage that using capacity planning. I understand. 
Do you think that partners need to take a look at the company size that they're trying to sell into? I mean, the number of transactions, uh, number of bill of materials, length of bill of materials, and so on, before they qualify best manufacturing for the deal? That, that is the million-dollar question or every single time. <laughs> Uh, Sub-Business One is an SMB software, which in the last few years, it has gone for larger and larger companies, okay? At the beginning, you know, Sub-Business One was really for the for the 10 user people, but over the next, uh, over the past 10, 15 years, it's really gone to, to have 500 and 600 and 1,000 users sometimes, okay? So, I mean, I would say not necessarily, but I would check, okay? But I would check companies that have we have we have customers that have bill of materials that have thirty five thousand items in it. Okay. Wow. Does it work? Yes. Okay. But if, uh, for example, if you have that type of and you only have one work order a year, that's not a problem. If you have three thousand work orders of that size <laughs> a year, it might be. So yes, I I would give it a look. Okay. But from our experience, from our experience, we haven't come across many that were not that we couldn't cover. Okay. Yeah, I but, understand. Yeah, but 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 it is a valid point, and it has to be reviewed. I think it's also true for a city business one in general. I mean, it's uh, for every add-on. So I don't think this is uh, is an exception. No, in, that is correct. But, but sometimes it's important to know. No, uh, manufacturing. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you, you would say if, if SAP can handle it, so can Beas. But sometimes, you know, that the bigger data is, is in within production, not within mm -hmm. the transactions or something like that. But yeah, if SAP can handle SAP can handle it. And today, you know, we have with HANA and stuff. And uh, using HANA, we can handle larger databases or larger uh, database size, okay, and number yeah. of transactions. So. That, that applies, definitely. Thanks for that, Sami. As you know, I mean, we have partners listening into this podcast and uh, some of them may be new partners that would like to start selling uh, BEAS. What would you say, what would you recommend as the strategy for approaching BEAS customers for new partners? What should their sales strategy be? Well, uh, potentially, I mean, ideally, if you... Uh, if you had a first customer that was, um, I don't want to use the word easy because it sounds bad, okay? But it was a simple customer to, to, to implement, that would be ideal because it's a very good skipping stone into future, future customers. If you have your first project being a, a straightforward one or something that is very clear, that would be ideal. And it doesn't matter in which industry, it really does not, okay? Our biggest, uh, one of our biggest uh, challenges that we have uh, today is that uh, that consultants working in the sub-business one area, they have a uh, limited knowledge in manufacturing. Okay? They yeah. haven't been exposed to it or something like that. So our, our main goal is to educate and teach them and, and bring them into the mix to have, and for that we have the e-learning an e-learning program that allows uh, consultants to go through it and not just learn BEAS, how, how it works, but also get a uh, an entry point into the manufacturing uh, world. The mixture of e-learning with a, with a clear first customer, 
that for us is a is a recipe for success, not for us and for the partner, obviously. Because you will have consultants that are able to create to 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 manage the project on one hand, learn the system from that project and then take it to the future ones. But again, it doesn't change the fact that uh, if you need if, if partners need us to to assist them in both in the sale and then in the project, we're here. OK, yeah. easy or complex, it doesn't matter. We're here. So before we conclude, Sami, uh, what's its best apart? We are by far, by far the largest manufacturing solution within the sub business one uh, world or uh, ecosystem. So if if you're sold on sub business one, if you're interested in sub business one and you need a manufacturing solution, we're the ones to go. There are other solutions around, okay? But we have over 900 customers, live customers working with Bears in many, many industries. We've been in the in the sub business one market since 2003. Wow. So we yeah, we've been there a long time. We've seen it all, and we continue to we continue to to invest in the product. We continue to modify it. And enhance it, and make uh, and provide better solutions. We listen to you. Uh, I don't know if our partners are aware, but we have uh, in our website the ability to go in and request functionalities. And if enough partners request the same functionality, eventually we'll get there. Okay. So we we always hold, we always hold a conversation with our partners all the time. Just trying to get feedback, trying to get what is what is uh, required. Yeah, and uh, I think that sets it apart completely. Just uh, the fact that we were there, we've been there for a very long time. We'll keep being there, and have a system that is really, really flexible, as we spoke before. Thank you, Sammy, for this answer. So, with that, our podcast is concluded. So thank you very much, Sami, for the time today and the insight that you provide. And for you partners, I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and stay tuned for the next one. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you. Good day.